it's a fun thing to to like react to or to to think about your own reaction to death because it does feel like there's just it's almost kinky like ooh fun a death that doesn't really hurt me like I don't I don't feel like a real loss it's just kind of an interesting one so yeah. it is kind of like oh yeah ooh, I mean fun I, there's I something to talk about at Juiceland like, today <laughs> I think so many people have like an intensely I say we collectively. Personally, not me. I can't watch documentaries and podcasts like and listen to podcasts like that. But so many people yeah. do have a fetishistic relationship with like pseudo celebrity totally. death, like or just and, death in general. Uh, really. Yeah, like you know all these murder podcasts. I've mm-hmm. been talking about it on stage, not too many laughs, just more like talking <laughs> about it. But like, I like uh, you know. I, I say, like, you know, people would call me weird because I'm fine pretending to be eight years old while you rail me. But you listen to hours and hours of people intimately describing real life murders and like fucked up things that happen. Like, that to me is fucking weirder and more disturbing than what I want to do, right? But it is a fetish. There's no way it's not a fetishistic relationship. That is such a good point. But that's like my thing about how we accept murderinos, and I guess that's cute. And they came up with Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered and all this kind of like oh we're just trying to make sure we don't get murdered that's what this is as uh-huh. if they're sitting there washing the dishes going god i hate listening to every moment of this but i just want to make sure me and my loved ones never get murdered bullshit yeah they ignore you the fucking love it yeah they ignore the positive feeling in the chest that like uh-huh. rise like uh-huh. when you hear a thing this that, roller coaster like, yeah exactly and you obviously you know it if you're being honest with yourself you know you enjoy it and my point is <coughs> you know should we have can we have <laughs> Uh, a lot of pedophile <coughs> podcasts and call ourselves pedophisionados. And obviously we can thank God for Epstein. You know, that was our great day for being able to be yeah. like, yeah, I want to fucking listen to this pedophile shit because it is the most fascinating of all the crimes because it's the worst. That's the whole reason it's the most fascinating. Just like murder is yeah. the fucking worst. No, pedophilia is the fucking worst. And so obviously I love it the best. And we should be able to be proud <laughs> <laughs> members of the pedophisionado Pe- community. Yeah, I was say, I'm a pedificionado. I, you know, it's a great word. It is. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's, there aren't many words that have that many syllables in it uh-huh. that roll off that the tongue. Really, it really rolls. Pedificionado. And, and it's really, it is what it is, you know, because everyone who is into pedophilia is probably, like these people have their favorite murderers. Like I am absolutely yeah. allowed to have my favorite pedophiles. Obviously, Michael Jackson will always be the king. He's finally my king. <laughs> king you know, he was king never my pop. king before. I oh, didn't really? give a shit about the pop. Yeah, you know, I like his music now. Now that he, you know, now that we for sure know he's a pedophile. I got kind of into his music just because it's in all these documentaries. Um, my recent ex-wife, it's bittersweet for her. She loves Michael Jackson so much and I was never that into Michael until he now, fucking, until leaving Neverland. And now I'm like, ooh, I relate to you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it just occurred to me? Have we talked about like, thank God Michael Jackson was a bottom, huh? Oh, yeah. That could have been so much worse. <laughs> if he'd been fucking kids. <laughs> to smell her butts and stuff like he was i mean obviously la, la, la. i think that's part of why we knew part of in the back of our minds there was part of us that knew he probably did diddle the kids a little he was like too into him but he we knew because he was so fucking gay eh, gay <laughs> we knew that he would be a little bottom about it anyway just like yeah. cuddle him or whatever i was like they're probably Look, cuddling he could try and fuck my 12 year old i don't think my 12 year old's kind of my 12 year old's got a bigger dick than michael jackson yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least spiritually yeah, yeah right? bigger dick energy yeah like michael did that was a big dick energy from him that was like uh, a yeah so <laughs> see god is merciful <laughs> I mean, if michael jackson had been a top <laughs> that documentary the, would be so <laughs> that'd be dark <laughs> that'd be so dark it's just like and that's and then 
That's such a weird life to be a pedophile and a bottom. Not in the way that you and I are pedophile bottoms, but a pedophile and a bottom. Whoa, whoa. Don't lump me into your pedophile. You just bottom. said you would pay, wait want to be eight years old being with a an adult. Yeah, I know, but to me that's like a different like flavor, right? Like that's more of like an age play thing, yeah. right? But like as I'm saying, like I'm not a pedophile bottom in that like uh I thought I was talking like so far as like my like a love of the subject goes, right? I thought you meant like I get what you're saying now. Okay, no, yeah, no, keep no. Going. I just mean in our little role play stuff, like yeah, you yeah, and I yeah. would both I am the be happy not to be the, one the eight-year-old. eight-year-old. Exactly. Yeah. So we're uh, as opposed to being pedophile bottoms, the way you and I yeah. both are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there are people <laughs> like Michael Jackson who are both a pedophile and a bottom. So you got to convince the kids to like get on top. I like you. Got to construct a whole career for that. You got to work real hard in life. I'll give you a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> You gotta talk him into agency uh, and shit. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I tried to do this joke for a while. Uh, I like the phrase pedaficionado. That's Thank good. You. I tried to do this pedophile joke for a while, and it worked out. But people also just weren't on board with it. Where the idea is, we should have like these like centers, like kind of like a methadone clinic for meth people, <laughs> but they're for pedophiles. Yeah, where they eight And we no, and we just stat, we just uh, stock them, stock them. Uh-huh. <laughs> We uh, staff them, okay. <laughs> not stock them. We staff them with uh, trans girls, uh-huh. and like because oh, yeah, because because we have like tiny childlike titties for yeah, a while, yeah, yeah. and like and our dicks that? like shrink at points, right? Like so, yeah. and some people's do, right? So like some really <laughs> like I feel like some people's do. Mine's good. <laughs> I mean, I'm just put it out there. Some I mean, people. Mine's still great. <laughs> My balls have shrank, but Thank I don't God, have any. Right. I know Praise that's me. just positive. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, like uh, tiny dicked, tiny titty trans girls. So you'd be like, I really need like, I really need like a sixth grade girl's titties. Yeah, like, yeah. all right, Angela's, Angela's, in, <laughs> Angela's in room two four. Two months in. We got, <laughs> you got all the. They're just like, oh. You got a spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throughout the teenage. She has to be mm, we don't have any. So no, true. we don't have any preteen size working today. We can only do, we can They're do junior taken. year high school. Yeah. <laughs> junior year high guess. school slutty girl. <laughs> That'll work. Dude, not only should you do that as a bit, you should do that as a business. <laughs> That's so for that's so for real though. I mean, like at least as a porn, another great porn idea. Wonderful porn idea. Where we have that kind of utopian situation where but I mean, like you know, if we're going to Sanchez's healthcare is paying for <laughs> men to go to visit trans girls who <laughs> are on estrogen. I like uh Cause you know, like, I mean, if we're going to like help, you know, people who are drug addicts, who have a problem, who are sick, like Uh why not help everybody that's sick? Like we could feasibly work out a way to like jerk pedophiles off ethically. Right. You know, little midget people. (laughs) (laughs) There's something, there's a, there's a way to make it happen. Yeah. Cause the trans girl's hands are too big. So you have a reach around (laughs) from a midget or a little person or whatever. I think we're going with midget and then the trans girl's titty. Yeah. We got a little whole system. You got to pay extra, obviously. If oh, you want yeah. the little, it's little not going to be hand. cheap. We, it's, you know, there aren't but that, that many. But then again, you know, under Bernie Sanders' new healthcare plan, <laughs> if you could get this covered as like a therapeutic service. Yeah. That, I, yeah definitely well, I would sub, love you know, the government to subsidize this. <laughs> yeah, just do a reasonable, affordable for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> It shouldn't cost you more than minimum wage. It's like I got to go to the government-run trans girl jerk-off clinic instead of that nice uh, private yeah, one. Yeah, the DMV the of trans girl puberty clinics. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Well, 
<laughs> Yet another great business slash porn idea from the Gender Fluids podcast. This is the Gender Fluids podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at genderfluidspodcast. On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Um, so I was at this laughed out comedy festival in Las Vegas last weekend. And it's uh, apparently the first gay or queer uh, comedy festival of any sort in Nevada. Um, first annual. Tim Dillon kept calling it. He was like the first annual gay money laundering <laughs> or whatever this is. <laughs> Which um, the festival seemed like they were doing well. They're they're doing a great job. Anyway, it was really fun. So I was on a show with Leslie Jordan, which um, it was like they kept saying he was from Will and Grace. I was like, that seems familiar. See, because he was like a five foot one older man, older little gay man, and I had met him at this barbecue before we were on the show, and so I was like. Hmm. You know, I was like, I bet like after I met him, I thought about it. I was like, I bet he's probably famous because he's so short and old, you know, like yeah. <laughs> if he's at this thing, he's, I was like, who is this guy? But you know, it was great. Cause I would already not been intimidated. I was just being very confident and fun and personable. And so we were just being very casual. And then like someone said, or I think, I think the girl was like, that's somebody, right? You know, anyway, so then they were like, Will and Grace, but, and then the host, who's so charming, Stephen Roberts, he was like, um, you would know him from Will and Grace, or like, just call out his credits, because everyone knew who was coming, and they were all like, calling out all these different TV shows and stuff, and then someone was like, the um, Ferengi from Star Trek, and I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> that's what that shit is. And I was like, Oh my God. And at that point he was like standing right in front of me. Cause we were both like behind the curtain, you know? And so I was like, dip, dip, dip. <laughs> anyway, so it was just like such a joy then to like watch him, you know, go on stage and start to do comedy and all these people just love him so much. And, um, cause now I was like, that's like, you know, watch that as a child. Anyway. So then, um, in the back we, they were getting some Snapchats in. he and his, um, brother stepbrother or something uh and there's a communion night going on at the gay bar in town have you ever heard of this uh it sounds familiar okay so where but was like, i vegas yeah I don't th- so <laughs> he was <laughs> leslie jordan is that, that uh, like actual communion or is it more of like a it's, leather thing it's like um a man goes and kneels on, uh, in front of a stage or oh. something and all the men jerk off on him <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I had not heard of that. That's not what they I was thinking They have communion. <laughs> I think that's what it. I don't know if it's one at a time. Like you go, like like the get it, like you're getting the sacrament or whatever from each one. I don't, I don't know. They should do. That's so great. What's better, all at once or cereal? I feel like cereal's better. Anyway, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it was amazing. So here's this like little gay man who's so cute and fabulous. He's telling you, like, he has all these sex adventures and stuff, like you're, you know, supposed to have. Um, and well, I mean, I don't know anything about his personal life, but anyway, but he says he's gotten baptized 14 times. Oh, because we immediately started talking about baptism for some reason, I guess, because for the communion stuff, he was telling us. And I was like, oh, that's what we were just talking about baptism as a fetish on my podcast. And he was like, oh, I've, girl, I've been baptized 14 times. And he just kept going to the priest or whatever um, and like wanting to get baptized. And I was like, you had a baptism fetish. You enjoyed getting baptized. getting baptized by that man. He was like, oh, yeah, I guess <laughs> <laughs> the fucking hot pastors or whatever that he was getting baptized by. Yeah. Little fucking tiny <laughs> Leslie Jordan. <laughs> you know, he had to have been small growing up too. Just getting dunked by these men. I'm like, oh, of course, little gay boy is getting. So I just need it. It made me very happy. <laughs> Sorry to out Leslie Jordan is having no. I think I asked him for permission. I am pretty sure I was like, I am going to talk about this on my podcast if you let me. So I did. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm going to out you about your <laughs> baptism fetish. You pervert. <laughs> kind of me tooing those adults. You know, <laughs> they didn't really consent to his perverted sexual intentions for those baptisms. I think secret no, it was all unconscious. Okay, though. I think it was all unconscious too. I think he wasn't, you know, he wasn't like licking their chest. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like when Leslie, you think about I've it, told like, you before. <laughs> it's just kind of like a little bit of a daddy thing, you know, yeah. like mm, mm-hmm. being held by oh, a man yeah. and dunked in water. Don't yeah, think it wasn't kind spot. of hot doing the Mormon shit, <laughs> you know, and you hope for the cute <laughs> Mormon daddy. See, I never got baptized as an oh, adult. God, if I they only... let the women baptize us. That would be. <laughs> no wonder they don't let women baptize. Oh, it's all the sexual stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone would be so excited if mommy was baptizing you. Yeah, no one wants to see dad with a heart on. Yeah, Sunday but you keep trousers. that under. That's <laughs> 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 <Like, laughs> <laughs> <laughs> not just the kids we're worried about. <laughs> <laughs> oh god we're all perverts uh, and that's why yeah. you can't let women baptize i get it now you know that's the thing sometimes they can't give us the rights <laughs> you gotta keep you, those rights in check you know we can't have the girl ones doing the baptisms because everyone could get too turned on you're absolutely right everyone um so i'm conservative about all that issue now <laughs> <laughs> women should not have the no women should have the priesthood you just can't do the touching stuff that will turn everyone on <laughs> yeah obviously all the intellectual stuff do but like even the laying on of hands it's like everyone will get excited everyone will just be finding excuses to go meet with you you know being a lady priest sounds like That's a terrible so time yeah I want to go confess my sins to a lady right? priest I will confess <laughs> I will be Catholic tomorrow <laughs> Oh boy, do I have some sense oh to confess <laughs> in detail? Yeah. No, yeah, but we needed one of those bab- uh, immersion baptism religions, actually. Because I was Methodist, and they we baptized babies, and so like I don't have any recollection of being baptized. You know, I was just a little mm-hmm. baby, and like I, I, even though I like went to revivals and shit, I never like went to the front to be saved. I just went to like have friends, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I never had the experience of being rebaptized. And now that I think about it, like in the Mormon temple thing, you usually do stop getting baptized for people when you're older. Um, sometimes people will do it like once if they convert when they're older or whatever. But you you transition to doing like marriage work. And so it's interesting that they have it where it's not like adults dunking each other. 
Yeah, because it's too sexy. Because it's too sexy. It's you know, yeah, it's to way too sexy. <laughs> children are fine. <laughs> oh, and then sexy going on here. <laughs> Completely professional. <laughs> on both ends. Oh uh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that picture I posted on our Instagram of the Confederate flag furry holding a Trump sign? <laughs> no. <laughs> what now? <laughs> okay, so I don't know where I saw this. Some, I, you know, I just save shit to my computer that I think is funny when I see it. Um, <laughs> it is like a red, white, and blue like Confederate flag, like furry fox <laughs> suit, like full suit holding a Trump sign. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just, but the thing is like that's a custom made furry yeah, suit like that job. person spent money either either they're an amazing craftsman because the work looks nice i'm not gonna lie like if uh-huh. they made that no, kudos yeah or whatever company made it but also it's just like they like where they're like look i'm gonna make a fucking point <laughs> you can be a furry sewing all day long. and want a better america okay <laughs> Yep. <laughs> like that's somebody like what a dedicated person to a very Seriously. specific vision and community. I would you love know? to know how long they spent sewing that costume, <laughs> <laughs> painting it or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you know, cause like who are they trying to reach? But the furry community. Yeah. It's wild how like deep this like divisiveness is gone. <laughs> that you <laughs> can't get no rest in the furry community. <laughs> like I'm all up in the age play community, but I haven't really seen like MAGA adult babies or anything. <laughs> and like make America great people. again diapers. <laughs> the diapers, the diaper people of pure of heart. <laughs> good, liberals, good little liberals. <laughs> One hundred percent. We got one hundred percent of the diapers. Uh, <laughs> what if there was like somebody who liked I to be like Republicans uh, always? <laughs> Our people are out here wearing diapers and shit. So, what if there was one that was like a brat no and they were bratting by pretending like as they were coming into their tween oh, years, like yeah, they were going Republican and like mm-hmm. they're like daddy had to punish them, so they would yeah, you got to spank that Trump diaper. <laughs> I wonder how much one of those suits costs, like custom main. It's got to be a few Etsy. thousand dollars. See if you can buy it off that person now they got their picture. Yeah. <laughs> just become that comedian. You just wear that suit. <laughs> Boy, Ava's act is really taking a turn. <laughs> she, walks around in, she walks around in an oversized. It's too. It's going to be too yeah, big yeah. for me. It's just like a lumpy furry costume. <laughs> Uh, Gotta get that signature look. Sometimes she smells like shit. I think she's wearing a diaper under it. I don't know <laughs> when she takes it off. <laughs> uh, uh. Also, uh, I want to see the other pictures they took. <laughs> like, I just saw that one, but like, you don't make that outfit and pose for that like picture and only take one yeah, picture. Is is that a? Can you did can you follow someone? No, I, mean, I don't. I don't find stuff on Instagram. It's like one, thank you listeners. Y'all send me a bunch of shit that I post. Um, they're doing the work for me in a lot of ways. So it's really nice. Um, 
And y'all also send me a bunch of shit I don't post. I'm sorry I don't post everything, but y'all send me a lot of stuff. Um, so no, I don't know how to find it. I guess I could do some internet research and find this person. It can't be hard, that hard to find the person with the Confederate flag furry outfit. That's a pretty, Quick you know, Google search. Hopefully, you know, it's a tight knit community. I'm sure there's a furry forum somewhere, like where people are talking about it. Reddit will probably have a thing on it. Confederate <laughs> flag furry. furry. Oh, it, it auto corrected to rebel flag furry. By the way, is that the politically correct? Maybe I bet that's their preferred term. Confederate fursuiter Magnus Deridian arrested at Midwest Fur Fest. <laughs> oh my God. I, I didn't. And the plot <laughs> broke the attendance record of all furry cons by the margin of a small con itself. It raised an eye popping $86,000 for animal charity. Oh, yeah, that was, the, that's the thing. Furries raise a fuck ton of money for uh, really they great love things. animals. Jesus. Well, not just animals. They give it to other shit, too. I know. It's cute. <laughs> that was previously in the red. is now funded for years. Twitter was on fire about the smashing success for the fandom. Among many ecstatic posts by attendees, of course, there had to be some kind of drama, too. It came with a first suitor being arrested. Here's a story pieced together by claims on Twitter. Oh, dear. Scene. <laughs> scene. A hotel lobby. A black, red, and white wolf... Well, sorry. Wolf fursuiter with a German WW... Oh, sorry. Ahem. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> a hotel lobby. A black, red, and white wolf fursuiter with a German World War One style pickle hob helmet is parading, a, is parading around. People taking photos are greeted by offensive behavior like saluting with a Sikh heil and shouting racist things. It causes hotel and or con security to pursue him and he flees and gets cornered in some bushes until the police <laughs> come. <laughs> That dude was probably so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. I'm literally he cornered just wanted like a to be wild cornered animal. The, the whole point was to get cornered. <laughs> you guys are just fulfilling his kink, you idiots. He played right into his hands. Played right, that's all he, he like wanted. He's like the Joker of furries. <laughs> How sticky was that fucking fur suit when you got to jail? They make him take off his suit and he's taken away in underwear. Oh, you should have let him walk away in the suit just for the cute videos, if that's nothing else. That's the picture else. he wanted, though. He wanted I him in the fur no, suit. No, but we all wanted it <laughs> we didn't we all as a really society wouldn't we prefer them to keep them in the costumes as they arrest them let's vote on that can we get a direct ballot on that at least you have to be booked let us have a pure whatever. democracy on a few key little tiny issues it'll make us feel like we really get a voice and then take all our money continue to take all our money but let us vote on whether we keep the people in their little costumes when you arrest them Okay, they make him take off his suit and he's taken away in underwear. He was previously banned from the con and hotel and the charges involve trespassing and assaulting a staff member for his arrest. Yeah, so he's probably always trying to get, uh, you know, beaten to the bushes and he just he just keeps yeah, doing he's this. he's previously banned. Yeah. And he came great. there trying to raise a stink. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted it so bad. Yeah, he wanted it. But also, you know, what would these conventions be without that drama? I'm sure that it a was lot much better for it. No, no I think no. it's... <laughs> Because I mean, like that can I mean that's the thing is like you know they were talking about how well it was doing like you know those like conventions like they're niche conventions for lots of fetishes that happen all over the country and mm -hmm. hotels everywhere right and like it provides like these communities that exist mostly online and spread across the country to like once a year actually come together yeah. right and meet you know yeah well and it's like I mean look I'm glad this happened because I I love the story and I'm happy the pictures exist. 
But at the same time, like, yeah, fuck them. Well, they say that some of these things are disputed, but here's what we know. Fake lemonade coyote. At Anthrocon 2014, Magnus gained notoriety with a bootleg fursuit made to imitate a furry who died on duty as an EMT. What? People mourning his death were unhappy about exploitation of his image, which continues in 2017. Did you even understand that? Oh, so I think like a guy, like a furry, like died like on duty, like an EMT. And he like was exploiting the real story as a costume. That's like strange. Anywho. He had a Confederate flag for a suit in 2017 and a Trump sign. So it is this guy. Yeah. Um, it was a protest of takedown of the flags around the USA due to their racist association following national attention on hate crime murders by Dylan Roof. The story was covered in Dogpatch Press article. The Confederate first Dogpatch. The Confederate <laughs> fursuit incident shows how you can't be a troll and a victim at the same time. Um okay, custom suits show that Magnus puts a lot of effort into these events. It, it's not just calculated to troll. Isn't that a lovable quality? <laughs> the same is said by people close to him who are earnest about defending him as a nice guy. I have to admit that this fursuit makes me laugh and I have to admire the creative humor. And there's some weird chicken thing. I just want to know the dollar amount. Yeah. Well, I'm I mean, not I sure spend money on records and like stuff like that, right? Uh-huh. You know, like that's what I, but like I, that feels like productive in a weird way. And maybe this, but that's what's weird is like I, maybe he does feel productive with this somehow. Maybe he feels like he's doing a good thing. Yeah, do you, he's raising awareness. He, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's raising awareness for their idea, you know. Um, and his idea is that some furries love Trump. Yeah, but I it's guess. like I would I would bet money that other furries there also love Trump, but they're not wearing a Confederate yeah. flag fursuit. I think you know? he just wants attention, though, right? Yeah. I mean, isn't that it? I just don't have a lot of respect for that, I guess. Yeah, but we did respect his craftsmanship, just like the author of this article. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's dedication, and at least he's, Some at least undeniable. he's dedicated to something. A lot of people, you people out there, are, are you know doing nothing with your lives, so <sighs> at least he's putting in the work. Um, I saw on Tinder that someone referred to themselves as an ecosexual. That was a new I've one. I've seen that, but <laughs> right? like, it's I like, have not read into it. I think I looked it up and it's what you would imagine. They love the earth. Yeah. And you want to date someone who's also like. They like dig little holes in the ground and put their dicks in it. and like Yeah. And like eat kind of vegetarian or whatever. And shove smooth stones in your asshole, which would probably be nice, honestly. Yeah. So now they're speaking your language. Um I'm. Sh- I know. I took a screenshot. I'm gonna call myself an ecosexual, but be a sadistic top, <laughs> just pollute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chaotic evil. Just like fucking ecosexual. walk out, just like toss McDonald's wrappers everywhere. Be like, yeah, fucking take it. <laughs> oh, but maybe, maybe the Earth's oh, safe it word is global warming. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's screaming it. <laughs> Ecosexuality. <laughs> 
is a sexy splinter of the environmental movement. Former porn star Annie Sprinkle and her lesbian academic lover Beth Stevens are trying to change the outdated concept of Mother Earth to Lover Earth because humans don't treat their mothers very well. Um, yeah, exactly. It's like, whatever. This revolution has a handful of different fronts. Someone in a dating or relationship situation that is seeking environmentally and socially conscious partners, someone who buys organic and drives a hybrid, a, a, uh, uses envi- uh, using environmentally conscious sex toys, such as natural rubbers, organic lube, bamboo sheets, and non-toxic sex toys. Oh, so it's like a shorthand for that. Or being in love with earth, the earth, and giving and receiving pleasure with nature. Exploring the eroticism, romance, sensuality, sexuality of nature. Some people do fuck trees and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So those are also ecosexuals. So it means it's like means a few different things right now, I guess. So you gotta ask like so do you um wanna use bamboo condoms or do you fuck trees? <laughs> Which one I don't, but I do have my like, sex toys all fall into that category. Sure. I mean, those seem like better I, sex toys. Yeah, I've got which, like hey, some don't pretty, we have a sponsor? Like, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Well, I don't we know. Should, once we do, we should contact them. <laughs> and then once we do, we'll leave this in. But wooden sex toys. Well, we can just talk about it now because like, uh-huh. I have always wanted to try a wooden sex toy. And there's like this company um, that called Knob Essence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're based out of Georgetown, Texas, and it's like NOB, right? yeah, yeah, NOB essence. Mm-hmm. Um, and this dude makes fucking beautiful, like, uh, wooden sex toys. And like, when I, I worked in a sex shop here in Austin for a little bit that sold them, mm-hmm. um, and that's like where I first found out about them, right? And like, started looking at them, but like, you know, they're like fucking each one is like handmade, and so they're not cheap, right? They're not like ungodly expensive. It's not some like Gwyneth Paltrow bullshit. It's like six hundred dollars for a fucking like piece of you know coral you gotta rub on your Jesus. pussy or something. <laughs> Does she have six hundred dollar dildos? She has just like absurdly expensive like bullshit fru fru like Yeah, I've heard that, but products. I wonder like yeah, how expensive are her dildos? I don't know. Um <laughs> Career goals. Yeah, career goals. <laughs> be able to afford a Gwyneth Paltrow level dildo. Cool. Yeah. That'd be nice. I just mm. bought that level Patreon of dildo level. stereo <laughs> system. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, you did. Um, but, um, fuck. Oh, Knob Essence. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm sorry. Really high. That well, they're going to give us some dildos to try, right? Yeah, to try and, well, can't wait. and to like give away to mm, listeners, mm-hmm. which we haven't decided how we want to do that yet. We've talked about like if y'all leave us reviews, we'll vote on the best review. Oh yeah, and we'll pick like, our favorite review and, and then like send you a, yeah, they'll just like send us your address and we'll send us your address you and your dildo. preferred sex toy. Right? No, I think you get it randomly. Oh you gotta, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> chaotic. This get. is the chaotic good part of it. Yeah, <laughs> fun. Because here's the thing: it's like everyone loves a surprise. Everyone's got an asshole, and you can fit most of these in them. If you try hard enough, you can fit <laughs> most things in your asshole. <laughs> Take our word for it. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I wanted I Use I could loop. do that, and that would be like uh, ecosexual of me, yeah. right? Or would they see it as like eco terrorism because I'm destroying trees to <laughs> put shit in my ass? I don't, I don't know, know, but this is a very ecosexual podcast because we're mm-hmm. going to be fucking ourselves with these little tree yeah, dildos. Wood. Yeah, very excited it. about it. I feel and, like an elf. Does feel elf like? Yeah, mm, I'm like and that. Elves are the sexiest. <laughs> um, I don't know. 
I, I, even if I like, I like identify with like parts of like ecosexual, I would never fucking say I'm an ecosexual. No, obviously not. Like, anybody, <laughs> you know, that what says kind of fag. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a fag. It's, 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 like that says that you identifying that way says more about you as a person yeah. than like any Most like tenant you're hearing do. to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ecosexual. I love Tinder though. I am, dude. You gotta fun. read the profiles. They're so good. I read some. I don't read them all. Um, I read every single one. I fucking like, uh, dude. I saw this one dude that was like, uh, I brush and take. It, it, his whole profile was literally about like, yo, you gotta be okay with the fact that I'm like real uptight about keeping my teeth clean, and because he was <laughs> like, right. he was like, I brush my teeth four to five times a day, several, like I have an intense, like oral hygiene regimen. Like, great. It, it means a lot to me. And I was just like, but that was it. And I was like, Sounds that's good. some serial killer shit. Oh. <laughs> and that's no. like some like, a little OCD. I like it. <laughs> Might be so down. <laughs> you don't say anything about yourself. Besides that's wait, that's that. That's the only thing that was on the That's profile. the oh. only thing. <laughs> uh, he's also trying to be funny. No, I don't think it didn't. It didn't read <laughs> a lot as like of people just say one random thing. It, it didn't read as like the typical. I think I'm funny. Tender humor, like? <laughs> kind of like him, like smiling intently. It was okay. a little no, off. Yeah, man. it all depends on the pictures. Um, Tinder is yeah is wild. Like I, it makes me feel kind of smart. In a lot of ways. <laughs> like, oh, you can tell what percentile you're in. I mean, <laughs> I'm just like scrolling through. I'm Jesus like, Christ, God damn, like, cretins. like, like everybody talks about how everything people say on Tinder is generic, but they all still just go and say the same shit, same anyways. And shit. I'm like, but fucking tramp, butterfly have... tramp stamps. Every one of y'all, so <laughs> basic. Jesus Christ, any creativity? Be a like, human being. I don't just, know. Maybe they're not capable. Or just to say, like, I don't. I genuinely don't think like a lot of people have the ability to. 500 characters express a th- express uh, who Any they idea. are or what they're what they want right mm-hmm. you know it's all just like bad jokes bad puns bad like bad oh, descriptions hey. the same six <laughs> activities over and over Camping, again and hi- beer well, wine I know and cocktails like, tacos but here's the thing is like Jesus. you know sometimes there's like moments where I'm like you know uh I'm glad that I do stand up and have like my hobbies, like, you know, records and things like that. And like my kink stuff and like, you know, playing board games, like shit you're interested in. Yeah. Because like, a, a lot of people are just boring motherfuckers. They're just life. like, just TV, I'm like, I what guess? do y'all do afterwards? You just like go home and like fucking like sit and watch, you know, fucking <laughs> your programs. Yeah. Watch your shows <laughs> and, you know, like you're excited to go out to play an instrument or something. People, Jesus Christ, read a book. <laughs> Just I know that's the thing. Go it's outside, like, listen to this podcast, obviously. But yeah, listen to this podcast while you do laundry on your way home from work to your <laughs> three kids in a while. Listen to this you're podcast. Just thinking the whole time during dinner about what you can and can't talk to your wife about. Gets <laughs> her in bed. Uh, can't do the pedophile <laughs> shit. <laughs> Hasn't let me talk about that since. I asked her to call me daddy. <laughs> Aww, someone gets shot down wanting to be called daddy. <laughs> I'm not calling you that. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Y'all gonna have to be polyamorous or something. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I Tinder really, I'm just like. It's amazing. I mean, the best people must just not be on Tinder. No, that, but that's the thing is like a lot of people, you know, if you're a cool 
motherfucker and you're out there and you're doing shit and you have like friend groups and you're being social and you're moving through things, you meet people naturally. But if you just go to home and work and maybe to like the one restaurant near your house or to like a one bar, right? And all you do, you, you don't have a way to like break outside of your like social scene or whatever and like find other people. Yeah. I mean also like, you know, Tinder is just like still largely like a hookup app. Right. And so the like one dumb line is like all you need. Yeah. Like I guess we're on it. Like tr- I'm on it. Like you know, <laughs> looking purpose. at like, yeah, I, I like meeting people and like going yeah. on dates and like hoping a thing kind of forms. Right, I'm uh-huh. not really just trying to fuck. Yeah, at least right now. Right, that's not like a, I used to do that, but mm-hmm. not anymore. <laughs> um, except for when I'm traveling. Yeah, then I would just try and fuck, but um. Like that amazing girl in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Ah, wonderful. Hmm. Um, yeah, man. I think I have a pretty good Tinder profile too. I mean, I think that's the reason I think so many people are dumb and and their profiles are shitty is because I think yeah. very highly of my own. Yeah, well, we put some thought and effort into ours and it is still very vulnerable no matter what at the end of the day to be like, this is what I'm choosing to say about myself in this way. Um, but... People have given me some compliments about my yeah, profile, like, and I'm like, thank you, because I did put some effort into it. Yeah. <clears throat> Everyone else, <laughs> maybe. It pays off. Yeah. I mean, am I just also just narcissistic, and just <laughs> randomly I'm working, and I'm like, ooh, let me have to, ooh, here's a thought for my Tinder profile, la, la, la. I mean. Well, like, my thing is, you know, my favorite part about Dungeons & Dragons or playing any video game is character yes, creation. Yes, I know. Right? It's your little character, it's guys. So, it's, it's like, yeah. It's like a little avatar. I like building it and tweaking it. Yeah. And you see people, what they put on there, it's like, that's what it's you, like, you, got, you could have so much fun with this. I know. Right? It would be like getting the little default the me we person and not changing Change, it to at you. all. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I think like that Jesus. is kind of how boring and basic a Most lot people. of people are. Is there oh. just nothing to express, or are they just not bothering? I just think a lot of this sounds so fucking cheesy, but like I think a lot of people are kind of you know trapped in the matrix, so to speak. Right? Yeah. And they just have their like way of thinking and seeing the world, and it is exciting to them. And like, but like really, it's just the same boring shit. Yeah. But if you're listening to our podcast, surely you've broken yeah, sh- out of the matrix. Surely, now. and if you have it, if you ha- like, if you if you say you like hiking on your, I don't know, I just I hate the way in which you can tell how little people you're supposed to like do. hiking. You're a human being. Yeah. Yeah, our ancestors all walked and ran all day long, so most of the time. Also, we're like, I really like hiking. It's like, no, you like walking on trails in the green belt and smoking joints, right? Like you're not hiking. Yeah. You're like Scramble going on strolls. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the other thing is like, uh, you don't need to state shit. We all should do as people. Exactly. We're like, I'm not looking for any drama. Don't need to say that. It's that what you, know, you want a cookie thing that Chris Rock you, had. You, you know, know it's like, like, you're not supposed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a great listener. I'm looking to be open and communicate honestly. Yeah, uh, we all are. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what we're searching for. Yeah. Tell me about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a sad state of affairs out there, honestly. I what I love because I travel around looking at Tinder in every it's city. It's bad everywhere. It is bad everywhere. I mean, it's definitely worse in some places. It's Vegas, <laughs> Jesus. Christ. <laughs> I get there's nothing to distract me in Vegas. It's gonna be so awesome. Um, the women, yeah. it's horror. There's nothing. <laughs> so, <coughs> no, I'm sure there's some lovely people in Vegas. I just haven't met yet, but. 
Um, there are so many people uh, in, in their Vegas profiles just said, here for a good time, not, not a long, long time. <laughs> so many. And Brett Perford had this joke the, the other night. I can't remember like the build up to it, but at one point she's just like, we're here for a long time, not a good time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was so Brett Perford was so perfect. And just after that spate of Las Vegas women all saying that, I was just like, yes. Um, yeah, but most people are, are I, I mean, how, what percentage would you say is a profile that even shows a modicum of, uh, you know, character at all? Like 1%. One, yeah, I was at 1% maybe. Yeah. You swipe on people all the time where you're like, well, you're cute, you know, I guess. We'll see if you can have a conversation. I've gotten, see, I, I, well, I don't have conversations on Tinder. I'm, okay. I, I'm, I, I don't like texting in general as is, right? I'm, mm. I'm not a big texter, and mm-hmm. so I don't like messaging. So I usually just make plans to either, like, you have to message me first, one, and two, like, let's just make plans to meet up sometime this week, and we'll see if it goes well. And if not, then we're never going to talk again. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't do the whole conversation thing. Mm-hmm. And, and also I've gotten way pickier about the people I do swipe on. Yeah. You know, like I rarely swipe if somebody's just cute and didn't write anything. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck you. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't have anything to say about yourself. You don't put anything down like that. What about the ones who are 19? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have mine set that low. My lowest age is 24. <laughs> and that's a stretch. I know, I know. I just open it up for for anthropology, as you know. I'm, I'm really there for research. So, you know, I don't, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, but yeah. it is fun to see what the 19-year-olds are up to. I just don't care. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of things on Tinder. Like, I don't like people who get indignant on Tinder and, like, make like statements in their profiles and shit right where they're like I'm feminism not- will be our sexual horribly <laughs> yeah. bullshit or like or like you know like here's my diatribe about my view on life <laughs> and like how we're all just here to help one another I'm like oh I don't give a fuck I mean I'm glad you put that corny ass bullshit up front so yeah. I could like avoid you and I didn't have to like hear it over dinner and think like well there's no way I can like suck your dick now <laughs> like after you just said that those mm-hmm. words left your mouth. In front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, you know, people being like, I'm not here to be your unicorn. Then don't be. Just, you don't. I don't they, think you they need can't to say do that. anything to you unless you want I, them yeah, to. Yeah, I don't understand that impulse at all. I, but I guess pe- some people must be getting so many offers. No, but of- you have to match with them. So if you're going through True. and swiping left on all the couples or people seeking unicorns, yeah. they wouldn't be talking to you in the first place. You can control that yourself. Yeah, how often you are don't they- have to tell them they don't want to be your unicorn. Yeah, yeah. It's like or- how often are these people getting tricked by someone and then it turns out that they're in a couple because most people will say they're in a couple right yeah uh, what's happening though is like people are probably quickly swiping on like attractive people right Uh and like there are a lot of profiles that like of a couple that just have like the girl in it right and then at the bottom it's like by the way paul yeah it's because people uh, aren't reading the profiles yeah Mm -hmm. see i don't read the fine print but i read the print you know what i mean like they're not tricking you like some of these companies will trick you. This is just straight up right there. If you don't take the time to read the profile, then that's on you. I have a fetish of the week. Okay. 
which I don't think we've done. Did I just smear my shit everywhere? Yeah, okay. So uh, this fetish like came up because like I uh, I'm part of a bunch of different like groups on FetLife and like you get emails if people post in like the group mm-hmm. right um, and like this one lady posted in it and I was like hmm you know that is the thing I think I would be down to try I'm not really sure what I'm looking to get out of it mm-hmm. or like what I'm looking for in it but like. I don't think I think I'm gonna like give it a go and like respond to this message you, she posted in the group and I haven't heard back from her yet so we don't know if this is gonna happen yet but it's mm-hmm. lactation mm-hmm. and like adult breastfeeding. Yeah, have we not talked about this? I don't I'm sure know we've if talked we about have. it in a, in a few ways because we've talked about breast milk ice cream and stuff. Yeah, and like the abortion boobs joke and stuff. But like, oh well, yeah, I mean me sucking <laughs> milk meant for the dead baby. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, absolutely. But like, I don't think we've talked about if it's, so it's called like, they're called like ANRs. So like adult nursing relationship, uh-huh. right. Or like adult breastfeeding. Yeah. And like, I'm kind of excited to see if I can yeah. do this. Yeah. So she's lactating. I, yeah, she I guess. She wants to feed you. Yeah. She's looking for somebody to like. Suckle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd probably try that. <laughs> my uh, right? my, like, my first ex-wife definitely was, would always say that she planned on when I got pregnant, she would try the milk at least. Yeah. Yeah. And like I have a friend who uh, just like had somebody, you know, close to them had of a baby, right? And mm-hmm. they like tried, the, they're like, yeah, I drink her breast milk. I think like, our ancestors probably all were drinking on that shit. Yeah. I don't think anyone, you know what I mean? Way back, they were probably all like, you know, move over, baby. Mm, so, so good. Okay, you have some now, you know? It's probably <laughs> yeah. fucking normal. And then we all got all we're Catholic nomadic. and shit. I need that. We needed yeah. that a lot of times. Yeah, you were keeping each other alive. You breastfed everybody, you know? But it does seem like kind of sexy now. And I'm like kind of... It's I, like, probably I don't, sexy then, but who uh, yeah. needed for survival? <laughs> Why can't it be both? <laughs> Healthy, sexy behaviors. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just got all fucking Catholic on everybody. Hmm. But mm. I'm not a big milk fan to begin with, though. Mm. You know, um, I do enjoy like creamy Loved drinks. I did as a kid, though. I see. I didn't really. Um, I wasn't raised yeah. like drinking a bunch oh, of milk, God. but I do like I did. In, I do enjoy like little sips of buttermilk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like frothy things. I mean, but I like, like breast milk's cheese. not frothy. I, like I know. Right. But like. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's weird because, like, I'm trying to, like, figure out, like, how I would get into, like, breastfeeding. Because it's, like, I don't know if I could go full mommy. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm going full infant, personally. I don't know. <laughs> okay, full infant. The plan would be, yeah. Immediately. See, like, because part of me is, like, trying to figure out a way to fetishize it as an adult, Right. Cause I mean, I'm into age sure, play, so about- I could do that. But like, I, part of me is like, I don't know why, like the realness of actually breastfeeding and then combining it with age play makes me more nervous than like mm. doing either one independently. Sure. Right. And then but how about you're just, she's just feeding you then, you know, just like we're talking about. Like- I know, but I'm trying to build like a mental scenario behind it. Like why is 27 year old me, you know, mm-hmm. into it or whatever. Right. Like what like role am I writing myself into? Like, I don't know if I have, like, a just a straight-up, like, attraction or fetish for it, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's just something that seems alluring that I would like to try. And, like, after I would do it, I think it would either be, like, 
Yeah. Or like that light bulb goes off. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. titty milk. <laughs> Chasing pregnant women. Yeah. Um, or newly. But I don't know much about that community, you know? Like, I wonder if there is like a giant like adult breastfeeding community. It has to be popular. It should be. If not, we sh- it should develop because probably a lot of people would enjoy that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. We all should probably try it before we knock it. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. Get out there and try it, and then let us know, would you? For sure. Thanks. I'll, I'll be like, so did it end up going full infant? <laughs> uh-huh. You go back and forth. I mean, I do like the the fantasy, too, of, like, we're, you know, nomadic people, and um, I need to feed, and you're feeding me as an adult. That's hot. That's fucking hot. <laughs> Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, just, I would just, yeah, if I were you, I would just put myself in a little forest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or a little forest people. I mean, that, the idea of like, you know, your body being able to sustain somebody else's <laughs> life or like somebody else's body, you're getting like life from another person, right? Like, yeah, that's that is like fucking so hot. Sexy. No wonder the Catholics took it away from us. That's the sexiest shit ever. Yeah. Everyone start breastfeeding off your wives um, after they give birth or whoever is lactating in your life. Your friends yeah. and, you know, people on Tinder or whatever. And so, let us know on Tinder whether you're lactating, for God's sake. Yes. You know? <laughs> it's something out of having had that kid. We don't give out our home address often. <laughs> but if you want to send no. us breast milk. <laughs> we need to get a P.O. box for sure. We need, we, they were, we're behind think, on that. I think the library, or the library, the post office, would be like, you can't have people send no. their breast milk to you. <laughs> we're running out of room. <laughs> our storeroom is just full of milk. Oh my God. I don't think it's wonder, hot for me to drink. I need to get it from the boob. Yeah. I mean, I'll cook with it, though. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I would absolutely, if someone wanted to give me their breast milk, I would absolutely just like cook, cook with, with it. it. Yeah, yeah I'd make a soup or something. Oh, broccoli cheese soup. Yes, I would make a broccoli cheese milk soup. <laughs> Baked potato. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. We should just yeah, for some a... reason, it doesn't creep me out if I cook it, you know? Really? Yeah. If I get it straight from the source or I cook it, it doesn't creep me out. But otherwise, it kind of creeps me out to just like drink. Milk. Warm breast milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just walking around with it in like a whiskey glass. Curly little thing. I don't know. Like I imagine it curly looking. Uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> I can't believe I never got to try that ice cream. But one day I'll cook with breast milk. One day our listeners will send us enough boob milk. We need to get a P.O. box. And then one day they'll send us enough boob milk for me to make a soup. <laughs> goals, goals, goals. <laughs> Oh man, I forget what it is or what why it happens, but there there is this thing where like with trans girls' tits, like when you're sucking on them, like it does feel like a little bit of liquid is coming out. And like I remember, I've talked like about from this from the pores. Yeah, like if you're no, like like on your nipple. Yeah, it feels like you're actually sucking something out. I feel like you go to town on. Like, I got that from the boys' nipples. Okay, so, and so what? It, I don't know. I, I talked about this like a long time ago, but Wait, like no, 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 someone, no. I get that from the girls' nipples. Sorry, someone, that's funny. someone like wrote in to us about it, and like it is a thing, like where like the hormones like do a thing to our tits, where like it, it's like this like super translucent shit that can kind of like come out and like be sucked out, right? Uh-huh. Well, but I mean, that's happened to me with like lots of different people. With no, like before. yeah, nipples, nipples but, have like, stuff sometimes. 
it's still oh. kind of hot. Like I feel successful whenever yeah. something comes out. I, I think there might it's be like a sense coming. of accomplishment involved in this, right? Like uh-huh. if you like are good enough, you get, you can like suck it all out. Right. Like there's like a sense of like completion. Of right? the, the boo milk. Yeah. Like, like if yeah. you're like breastfeeding mm-hmm. and like you get like totally done and you're like, because you really have to kind of go to town on the things, I think, to get the milk out. Really? To, yeah, because babies are like, that's why their their nipples get all chewed up and shit. You know, like like yeah, and they do a number on these these boobs. So I think you do have to kind of like really it's kind of get laborious. it. Except I think there's maybe sometimes when they're more kind of leaky and whatever than others, and you just get so in on that. Too. Yeah, but then leaky yeah. boobs. I just think leaking in general is pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Like when people are like oozing anything, I'm pretty turned on. Yeah. Yeah, you should find some lactating women who are into it because there's probably a lot of wasted breast milk out there right now. <laughs> wasted leaks. That's a good band name. <laughs> the Wasted Leaks. Uh. Mm, titty milk. All right. <laughs> Sexual fetish of the week, titty milk. Yeah, titty milk. Well, no, I think it should be breastfeeding because, like sure, you sure. said, like you're because like I'm more I'm into breastfeeding, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to just have like a fucking glass, glass of titty yeah. milk. No, it, I would have like you know cookies and titty milk. Yeah, but I would just dip the, a the titty in milk alone feels serial killery to me. It feels something. I don't know. I did see this really great uh, picture one time of this like lady's like squeezing her own breast milk into like a cup of coffee, uh-huh. and I was just like fucking right on man that's what's up because <laughs> like, i would try it sure. oh if i could lactate or induce lactation yeah. somehow 100 for sure I sprinkle would. a little on your cereal that's an obvious first yeah yeah like auto breastfeeding i guess or uh-huh. or uh, yeah or auto nursing that would be great mm-hmm. i was in a heartbeat because like i've come on my own face enough to know that, like, I would sure. probably enjoy squirting like For titty sure. milk on my I face. I mean, anyone, too. it's also titty milk. So, <laughs> <laughs> this has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. I'm Janish Meeting, a native writer and comedian, and I'm thrilled to announce that my podcast, Woman of Size, has found a permanent home on the Hoo-Ha-Ha Network. On Woman of Size, I talk to artists, writers, activists, and thinkers about their big-ass lives, their big-ass experiences, and their big asses. Woman of Size is plus size, Latina, flawed, curvy, curvy, thick queen, queer, fat, black, disabled. So come take up space and subscribe to Woman of Size on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Be big, baby. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast.